0: This week on Inventing Pittsburgh, we're kicking off a series within the series. For the next three weeks, we'll investigate how much of the region's industrial past lives on today. First up, a very particular kind of dancing. Don Zyler stands on a wall in the middle of the Monongahela River. In work boots and a bright orange jacket, the lockmaster at Braddock Locks and Dam is dressed for dance.
1: When you're dancing with your partner, you take a step, they need to know where to go. You have to know the dance. When I'm doing this, then you do that, then I'll do this, then you do that. So that's basically what locking is.
0: Rivers are finicky. They twist, they turn, and their water levels vary. So locking, not to be confused with the actual dance style popping and locking, is how a boat moves from one level to the next. Think of a lock as a water elevator with two sets of doors. A boat steers through one gate, which closes behind it. The lock fills with water, and once it's high enough, the boat continues out through the second gate.
1: We impact almost everybody's life one way or another in the region.
0: The Braddock Locks and Dam were built in 1906 as one part of a much larger system. The locks created these long, navigable pools that made river travel both reliable and efficient, two qualities that appeal to business. Boats delivered raw materials and shipped finished products. While other locks have been torn down, Braddock was rehabilitated in 1953, and it's expected to generate hydroelectric power in the near future. Sitting at his desk, Zyler pulls up a satellite image of the United States on his computer.
1: And if you look here, let's see here, we'll pull up a towboat.
0: He zooms in over Pittsburgh and hovers over a dot, moving slowly up the Monongahela.
1: And you have a towboat right here by the uh, Parkway East Bypass downtown, Robert D. Moore, heading upstream.
0: The Robert D. Moore is one of the thousands of towboats and recreational boats that will travel through Braddock this year. John Dilla is chief of the and Dam Branch for the Pittsburgh District's U.S. Army Corps of Engineers. He says 17 to 18 million tons are annually locked through Braddock.
1: Uh, the biggest benefit, obviously, is the economic benefit, and that's the biggest value that, uh, that we bring to the area.
0: Zyler says people don't realize how much they depend on the materials moving through the rivers.
1: The rivers are the super highways of the uh, country, and so we keep, we keep them going.
0: A towboat can push 15 jumbo barges. Each one carries 1,500 tons, filled with coal to make electricity, petroleum for gasoline, and even road salt to fend off winter's worst.
1: There's fire. There's- Here's the creaking of the ropes on that barge right there. He keeps working up the boat backwards to keep strain on uh, all the ropes and cables.
0: Kieran Mangold worked the Braddock Locks and Dam for 32 years. On a recent Saturday morning, he looked down at the barges in the lock, full of coal, and he listened to the sound of the ropes working.
1: You hear them lines going (laughs) It's when they get real quiet that you get scared, because it's going to probably break.
0: Mangold remembered one shift when six barges broke away from their towboat. To stop them from crashing or capsizing, Mangold and a deckhand ran the length of the wall from pin to pin, roping in the barges.
1: So that's a long way, and you you just don't stop.
0: And neither does Braddock. Every day, at every hour, the locks and dam are open, moving boats up and down the river. For 90.5 WESA Celebrates Inventing Pittsburgh, I'm Margaret J. Krause.
1: UPMC is proud to support 90.5 WESA Celebrates Inventing Pittsburgh. UPMC, life-changing medicine.